This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. About to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is the Rob Carson Show. Did you miss me? I'm hearing a smattering of polite golf applause out there. <laughs> oh my goodness! This is the longest break from radio I've had since I was unemployed. It's. <laughs> It's kind of weird, but uh, we're back on the air. We are back on the air. Today, bad and nationwide. And I mean bad in a good way. That's what I mean. You know, bad. Like, it's bad. We are bad and nationwide. And uh, we're glad to be here today. How was your uh, How was your uh, Christmas? How was your uh, New Year's? I know but that mine was spent, uh, you know, uh, separating myself to some degree from work, uh, connecting with my family through all of the things we had to go through. Did a lot of cooking. Did a lot of cooking. Did a lot of watch a, a TV watching and whatnot. I uh, I watched a couple of really good things, a couple of really bad things. I watched uh, uh, Nick Cage's new uh, show, A Dream Scenario, new movie. It was uh, about a about a full six out of ten. And then the retirement plan, which I literally had to turn off. <clears throat> and my wife, we paid three ninety nine for it, right? As we're watching Nick Cage and uh, the retirement plan. And, uh, and she's like, uh, you know, soldiering through a bad meal because you don't want to offend anybody. She's like, oh, no, no, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. I said, honey, you know, I know we paid four bucks for this dang thing, but I'm not going to watch it anymore. Let's just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. And it was terrible. Uh, then we watched uh, the Maggie Moores, this new movie uh, with uh, John Hamm, which uh, takes its cues from uh, what? Uh, 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 Fargo and uh, Raising Arizona. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes uh, viewers give it about a seven. I'd give it an eight. It, it's worth watching again. I thought it was pretty good. And then, uh, and then last night I, I kind of wrapped up the uh, the, uh, the the break from uh, being on the radio. And I didn't take a break from social media. By the way, I was on social media. I put up a couple new videos about electric hummers that got hundreds and thousands of views, and and uh, Instagram's exploding because of that. So I wasn't able to completely unplug, but last night I decided to watch uh, Dave Chappelle's new uh, special, and it's on Netflix, and uh, and I watch it, and I thought it was, uh, and I thought it was marvelous, and uh, the reason why I thought it was marvelous is because Dave Chappelle is uh, now a conservative. I mean, if you if you watch Dave Chappelle last night, if you watch the comedy of the most popular comedian in America right now. It's Dave Chappelle, and he delivered a message to those who would censor him. Uh, it was a big middle finger, among other things. And he made fun of the bad politics of, uh, of Democrat-run cities, really waylaid Baltimore uh, and all of that. And, and I was just like, whoa, this is not – never a mention of Trump, how bad Trump is, all those evil Republicans. None of it. None of it. Only criticism he had of the government was the left. And, and uh, particularly the LGBTQIA plus uh, people who are insane, uh, just the, the people who had had the plus plus and all that. And I'm not talking about gay people. I'm talking about the insane left who pushed this uh, transgender nonsense. And he did not... Uh, he did not hold back any punches. And it was funny this morning. I'm going to share a, his intro to the show in one second here. 
But listen, here, here are the headlines uh, this morning uh, from Variety. Dave Chappelle's obsession with mocking trans people continues on Netflix. <laughs> Uh, this is from Deadline. Dave Chabelle targets trans community and disabled in The Dreamer. That's that. Uh, uh, oh, this is a Daily Beast. Dave Chabelle's new Netflix special proves he's learned nothing. And what they're saying is that uh, uh, Dave Chabelle didn't buckle to the radical left LGBTQIA+, plus, uh, who tried to literally get him booted from Netflix. They picketed outside of Netflix, and Netflix told those people, hey, go work somewhere else. Go pound sand, if you will. And I think it's wonderful. I really, really do. I think it's, it's wonderful. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Dave Chappelle assumes we're already offended in new Netflix special. That's on Yahoo. Uh, and then uh, Dave Chappelle roasts Lil Nas X in Netflix special, The Dreamer. That's from uh, another website. Uh, Lil Nas X is a satanic uh, rapper. I actually kind of liked him. He did a, a collaboration with uh, Billy Ray Cyrus, and then he just uh, went south and went completely insane. Uh, he was on uh, MTV, the Music Awards, doing a strip dance dance, lap dance on Satan, you know, kind of, kind of, and Dave Chappelle made fun of all of that. <clears throat> and why do I start the show with that? Well, it's because one of the things that I do, one of the, the arrows in my quiver, one of the, uh, the weapons in my arsenal is mockery and satire based on truth. That's when it's really good. And I told you last year, and by the way, Happy New Year, <clears throat> and it's going to get all sorts of weird. We'll get into that. But Happy New Year, I said that uh, some of the greatest disruptors in history are comedians. And if you look at like Dave Chappelle or, um, uh, you know, any one of a number of, uh, of a myriad of the greatest comedians of all time, uh, uh, George Carlin, for instance, right now, George Carlin is is trending way high on viral clips of him foretelling all of the nonsense <clears throat> that we're going through. But uh, comedians are the greatest disruptors. And think about the power of a comedian. How often do people just show up to see an individual with a microphone? All right, you may see these, uh, these, uh, uh, these TED Talks, you know, and they'll fill an audience and you'll watch them on air. Uh, the only thing that you could, I could see of one person with a microphone uh, with such massive appeal is Donald Trump. And I'll be honest, 85,000 people in a South Carolina town of 3,500 go to see Donald Trump. That isn't just a political speech, because if that were the case, then 85,000 people would show up to see Nikki Haley. <laughs> I know, I know, it's, it's absurd, the thought of it. <clears throat> but but he, he, there's something about Donald Trump, but there's also something about the great comedians in history. They are the ones who command, outside of politics, outside of everything, they command the biggest audiences, because people need to laugh, and if you could include truth in your comedy, which most good comedians do, then it has a mass appeal that is unmatched. And that's one of the reasons why I do it. That's one of the reasons why I brought comedy to the Rush Limbaugh program as a young kid right out of college and, and then for 20 years after. Because um, one of the weapons that I'm going to use in this coming year, which is going to be the greatest challenge to all of us as far as the existential threat against our country, mostly coming from within, but one of the most powerful things I can do is say, uh, screw you, and I'm just going to wreck you on the air. I'm going to make fun of you. I'm going to deride you, and I'm going to make your point of view look so absurd that no person could possibly uh, value you and your movement at all. And I'm talking about, you know, Joe Biden, 
radical left, mainstream media, big social media, all of those. And the butt is off the rose on all of them. It is. And now, while they're down, we need to, like a good MMA fighter, pound the snot out of them. All right? And that includes, and I'm talking figuratively, uh, that includes this radical anti-Israel uh, movement. We have, to, uh, we have to just deride them, and, and then, if necessary, then uh, if they want to attack or they want to burn or they want to whatever, then we'll consider defensive measures. But comedy is how we do it. So I wanted to start off with Dave Chappelle last night, and after all of the things that Dave Chappelle went through, in the last uh, year since his last uh, comedy special, I think it was Sticks and Stones, where he talked about transgendered people and made fun of the transgendered while also talking about a transgendered individual he became friends with. He actually allowed to open for him. So he's not a racist. But here is Dave Chappelle last night setting up the, uh, the takedown of the radical left LGBTQIA plus movement. And he started with a story about Norm MacDonald introducing him to Jim Carrey years and years ago. And what Norm did, which I'll never forget, is he knew that I was the biggest Jim Carrey fan in the world. Now, I'm not going to go all into it, but Jim Carrey is talented in a way that you can't practice or rehearse. Yeah. What yeah. a God-given talent. I was yeah. fascinated with Robin him. Robin Williams. And Norm knew that. And he called me up and he goes, Dave, I'm... He says, I'm doing a movie with Jim Carrey. Um, do you want to meet him? And I said, yes, I do. And it was the first time I could remember since my father died being excited. And the movie was called Man on the Moon. Yeah. I didn't know any of this. Yeah, it was an okay movie. And in this movie, Jim Carrey was playing another comedian I admired, the late, great Andy Kaufman. Gotcha. Yes, and Jim Carrey was so immersed in that role that from the moment he woke up, to the time he went to bed at night, he would live his life as Andy Kaufman. So much so that everybody on the crew called him Andy. I didn't know any of that. No. I just went there to meet him. No. And when he walked into the room where we were supposed to meet, I screamed, Jim Carrey. And everyone <laughs> said, no. <laughs> Call him Andy. Yeah, do that. And I didn't understand. And then he came over and he was acting weird. I didn't know he was acting like Andy Kaufman. He was just like, hey, how you doing? And I was like... Hello? <laughs> Andy? <laughs> now, in hindsight, how fucking lucky am I that I got to see one of the greatest artists of my time immersed yeah. in one of his most challenging processes ever. Yes. Very lucky to have seen that. Oh, my God. But as it was happening, yeah. I was very disappointed. Because <laughs> I wanted to meet Jim Carrey. And I had to pretend this was Andy Kaufman. Yeah, yeah. All afternoon. And he was clearly Jim Carrey. I could look at him and I could see he was Jim Carrey. Anyway, I say all that to say, that's how trans people make me feel. There you go. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is the perfect setup for a punchline that, that says that when it comes to trans people, you're afraid to say anything because you know who they are and what they were, and now you've got to pretend like they're something else. Do you understand the, the joke there? Do you understand why uh, Variety and these other idiots are, uh, are screaming about it? It's funny. It's a great thing. And then he launched into making fun of handicapped people. And you know what? I'll bet you some handicapped people are like, well, hell yeah, because you know what? There's no greater. To me... 
I don't think there's any greater uh, uh, privilege or uh, not privilege, but honor than to be made a target of Dave Chappelle because Dave Chappelle is one of the greatest comedians to ever walk the stage. <laughs> so he, he made fun of the handicapped. And you know what? Handicapped people are probably like, you know what? I don't care. Because only white suburban Car- uh, Karens get offended for other people. So handicapped people are like, yeah, you know, go ahead and make fun of the fact that out in front of Lowe's, there are 50 parking spots for handicapped people, and none of them are ever full. Because if, if it were, there'd be 50 people in wheelchairs in Lowe's, and you never see that. But, you know, that's what the, that's what the left does. So that's the brilliant thing about uh, Dave Chappelle's comedy last night. I didn't even get a chance to see it. I just thought it was uh, it was excellent. And I think that humor is a great way to take down uh, those who are committing these absurdities and thinking they can get away with it. And and listen, the only way I was able to get around some verboten topics that were called disinformation and misinformation was to make fun of them. Like uh, the COVID vaccine mandates. I did a parody of Take This uh, Job and Shove It by Johnny Paycheck from way back when. And I did Take This Jab and Stick It. And guess what? I was able to get past the government censorship machine because I used humor to make the point. And we do that every day. And oh boy, are we going to do it today. Today we are going to make fun of of Bill Clinton. He is doe number 36 on the list of John Doe's uh, for Jeffrey Epstein's Fantasy Island and and Airplane. We got that coming up here. We've got a a really bad news for for Joe Biden about polling. We're going to talk about this Maine Secretary of State who decided on her own that Donald Trump committed an insurrection even though no court has said he did and he's never been charged she decided on her own and i'm going to make fun the hell out of her today you're going to enjoy this i promise you and then also we're going to look at the the last year in gaffes i've got some great montages featuring our president and uh, the vice president of the united states and by the way remember that outlier poll that came out a couple weeks ago that showed her polling higher than joe biden 35 to 34 percent uh no it was an outlier she is still less popular than joe biden i know it's it's hard to believe it is hard to believe i i suggest if he wants to go up in the polls that he make um uh like um i don't know uh, Foot Fungus, his, his running mate. I think if he made Toenail Fungus his running mate, he would go up in the polls because people can relate to Toe Fungus more than they can to Kamala Harris. So here's a number if you want to chime in today. I'm ready to have some fun. I'm ready to have some fun, and I'm ready to make this year uh, a great year despite what the left wants to do. And they want to make 2024 into 2020, but worse. All right? So here's the number, 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is the first edition of The Rob Carson Show for 2024. Don't go anywhere. In case you didn't uh, read it, Joe Biden spent his vacation in the Virgin Islands. Apparently, uh, Hunter wanted to go there, but for a different reason. So, uh, Joe Biden has spent 37% of his time on vacation, 22 days, including travel time, an official vacation in all of 2023. That time was enjoyed at either Delaware or in St. Croix. 
Croy, uh, Lake Tahoe, or Nantucket. All of those uh, places that you and I will never be able to afford to vacation, but he can. But he's in the Virgin Islands now. Now, I told you the reason why he goes on vacation, and, and the easy answer is his brain doesn't work. But the truth is, he spends a lot of those times uh, working off the books and meeting people. I absolutely believe that because it's. I saw it actually. The uh, it was a, I think it was the uh, ambassador of. Uh uh, don't misquote, maybe Paul, it wasn't Paul. Anyway, uh, at, at, uh, at Delaware over the summer. And it's off the books and all that. So, uh, and he also keeps classified documents there. So, uh, yeah, Joe Biden has spent 37% of his time on vacation while you and I suffer. While the southern border is wide open, uh, by the way, over 300,000 illegals uh, came over our border in December. And people are righteously pissed off and uh and ready to uh to uh end this nonsense the, the southern border everybody understands how dangerous it is everybody understands that it's being done against the will of the american people everybody understands that it is to the detriment of the country we just can't quite figure out why one of the reasons is they, they say that they want to uh, the great replacement okay so they want to replace originally with just white voters and uh, white voters, and so it was racist and to think that the southern border, because the brown people and all that, but now uh, black people and, and Hispanics are realizing they're getting replaced too. <laughs> so, so there's that. And then there's the other part, uh, and by the way, is the reason why I went. Um, I, I looked at self-defense options over the weekend. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, our home will be quite well defended now. But the other one is that a lot of these uh, people coming across the border in the last three months are military-age males from enemy states. So we're all going, okay, what are they planning on doing here? Are they planning on doing another uh, October the 7th? Are they planning on uh, doing mass attacks? Uh, are there insiders in the federal government looking to precipitate some sort of a military coup of our country? That's what people are thinking, and with good reason. Because all of the things they tell us about the southern border are lies. They literally say, oh, the southern border isn't open. We can see it. And then when you combine it with every other thing that the federal government deep state has lied about, then it all adds up to one thing. They don't give a crap about you. They don't give a crap about the Constitution. And they don't give a crap about the country as founded. Duh. Yeah. So there's that. So Joe Biden is on vacation, uh, his uh, 418th vacation day to the U.S. Virgin Islands. That's where he went over, over the uh, break. And uh, while he was on vacation, it's probably a good thing because uh, MSNBC and others, normally sycophantically uh, in favor of Joe Biden, had some bad news for him. How about the Democratic end of things? Joe Biden seems poised to be the Democratic nominee. What kind of year has he had politically? Well, again, he started 2023 coming off those good midterms for Democrats and his approval rating. You know. Yeah, they, uh, there's reasons why the midterms happen, but I won't get into them because it's disinformation. 46.50 wasn't that bad, but it's taken a hit this year. <laughs> and as we start to close out the year, uh. our final NBC poll had him at just 40% approval, 57% disapproval. How does mm -hmm. this compare to past presidents entering the re-election year? Well, Here you can why. see it. Here's the 40 that we have Biden at right now. These are all the final polls heading into the election year, 
a re-election year that NBC conducted. You just see all the recent presidents. Look, Trump got beat in 2020. He was at 44 heading into his re-election year. Bush Sr. got uh, that uh, that election was rigged. Beat in 92. He was at 52 and heading FBI, CIA, DHS, duh. South rapidly uh, there. But you see how that number compares. That's the lowest. That's the lowest in an NBC poll for an incumbent facing a re-election. And that's uh, generous because I've seen he's polling in the mid to low 30s. Just above toenail fungus. Coming up by Joe Biden on New Year's Rocket Eve. And CNN does the only thing they can do to get ratings. They get their anchors drunk. That's on the way of the Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen. Glad to be in the uh, driver's seat. So uh, one of the things I mentioned, of course, is uh, comedy is an important way to uh, slip in under the radar <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and also to demoralize the, uh, the left. And so what I'm going to do with that is I'm going to play the very first new song parody of the year. Are you guys ready for this? I decided I'd go after a big soft target, uh, Bill Clinton. Uh, not soft all the time. I mean, sometimes he can be quite the opposite of soft, as uh, his presidency uh, showed. But anyway, uh, Bill Clinton is being unveiled as doe number 36 on the Epstein Island flight list. Yeah, and it's not a big surprise because everybody knew that he was good buddies with Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein even kept a picture of, oddly enough, a picture of uh, Bill Clinton reclining in a blue dress in repose in the entryway of his home in New York City. So without that, with with that, I should say, here's our first new song of 2024. Doe, I'm John Doe, 36. Right, my friend at FBI. This is Jim Gossett. Knows I flew on Epstein's plane. Now no longer can I lie. Will it fit in the overhead? I am mentioned 50 times. Put your chair in the upright position. Lots of evidence to show. No, I said the chair. They're exposing all my crimes. Cause I've been revealed as Doe. I'm John Doe 36. Me and Jeff were closest pals. And I could be in a fix if they tie me to his gals. Huh. Fritz Andrew and maybe Bill Gates. Royanna Troop. Could be named in those papers too. Oh, there was that. It could seal all of our fates if it's proven to be true. Hillary, please tell me what to do. Won't you? <laughs> That is the first song parody of the year. So that's my special gift to you. Remember this moment forever. Or you'll forget about it in about five minutes. Uh, that said, I've got uh, Joe Biden being interviewed by Ryan Seacrest, uh, the uh, replacement of Dick Clark. And uh, Rai Rai, you're okay, Rai Rai, but you're never going to be uh, Dick Clark. But anyway, we'll get to that in just one second. I do want to mention 
official sponsor of this glorious radio station is the Wellness Company. Guess who just signed on to the Wellness Company? Who's on the board at the Wellness Company? Dr. Drew? Dr. Drew, the dude, the radio dude. I've been listening to Dr. Drew since he was working with Adam Carolla. He's incredible. Dr. Drew on the board at the Wellness Company. So you can, you can trust this guy. I think I, I trust this guy. I've always liked Dr. Drew. And he's a part of the company now. And this company is growing dramatically because Americans saw what the government did, uh, you know, beginning year of uh, Joe Biden's presidency with the supply chain crisis. And then, of course, the covid crisis where suddenly uh, long used medicines were verboten. You couldn't use ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. I had to go to Florida to get them. Well, now you can get them in this emergency medical kit from the wellness company. It's got hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, Z-Pak, amoxicillin, among others. And if you, uh, if you have a generator for emergencies, if you have extra water for emergencies, if you have a little money on the side in case of emergencies, you need a wellness company emergency medical kit. Here's how you get it. And I would suggest you do it today. Go to TWChealth.com or twc.health slash Carson. twc.health slash Carson. That's going to get you 10% off of this great emergency medical kit that I have right here in my office. Again, the Wellness Company Emergency Medical Kit, twc.health slash Carson. Uh, today's the day you uh, you need to get her done. So uh, this uh, weekend, I didn't get to watch uh, New York's Rockin' Eve because... Yeah, no, who the hell cares? And uh, honestly, I wasn't doing anything. The wife went to bed at 1130. My daughter had some friends over. But uh, here is Joe Biden being interviewed by uh, Ryan Seacrest. It's funny because they put Joe Biden up in Times Square uh, in the distance, but you couldn't hear the crowd reaction. I can't imagine the crowd reaction was very positive. But here is uh, here's the interview or a little bit of it. Thank you, Ryan. Happy New Year. Thanks for having us. Uh, Mr. President, before we start here about the new year, I'm curious, what sort of holiday foods have you been enjoying over the last few days? Yeah, that's the first question. Well, I've been eating everything that's put in front of me. I've eaten pasta, which I love. Yeah. Eating a lot of lots of pudding. I love lots of pudding. Chicken, chicken parmesan. I've been eating all, all Italian food. And, and Jill is literally looking at him and looking at the camera like, okay. And then she just slides in ice cream because apparently ice cream tests really well. Basically. And ice cream. Yeah. And ice well, cream. The ice cream. Ice cream. It's good to know that you're eating like the rest of us here across the country. As you look back and reflect on 2020. This is why I got out of entertainment radio because Ryan Seacrest. What sort of, of memories, highlights stand out for you? Well, one of the big highlights stands out for me is my dad used to have an expression. He'd oh, say, dear God. Joey, your job's about a lot more yeah. than your paycheck. It's about your dignity. It's about respect. <laughs> so many people through the Midwest and, and in the center of the country, their, their factories are shipped overseas the last couple of times out. And, and they were losing hope and faith. So we brought a And thanks for teeing that up for me there, Rye Rye. A lot of jobs back to the United States. People are in a position to be able to make a living now. And uh, they've created a lot of jobs, over 14 million. And uh, I guess when I'm, I, I just feel good that the American people got up. They've been through a rough time with pandemic, but now we're coming back. They're back. Well, we've got a million plus people here in Times Square, and so many eyes on the big ball Whoa. for the big moment tonight as we get ready for 2020. Yeah, the ball's about to drop on Joe Biden. I just came up with that. That's pretty. Uh, that was okay. You know. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden, you know, he's talking about the Midwest and then flying over the country and, you know, all the people he cares for. Um, still hasn't gone to East Palestine, Ohio. 
Just thought I should tell you that. Uh, uh, back when, a, when the uh, million gallons of toxic fumes were, uh, or uh, toxic chemicals were set on fire, they thought that was a good idea. And uh, birds started falling out of the sky and animals and everything. Joe Biden said he was eventually going to get there. And uh, he, still doesn't, he still hasn't been there. So, uh, so much for that locked and loaded answer from, uh, <laughs> from Joe Biden on New Year's Rockin' Eve. Old, old New Year's Rockin' Eve. And, of course, no New Year's Rockin' Eve would be complete without Tucker, Car- Tucker Carlson, without uh, Anderson Cooper. Getting drunk on television. He was there with Andy Cohen. I like Andy Cohen, especially when he's drunk. He's kind of funny when he's drunk. He's like, a, I guess, a DJ. I don't know what he is. He's an entertainment reporter. I'm not even sure. But uh, both of them were there, and they both got drunk on television because it's the only thing that gets people talking about CNN. Cheers, Cheers everybody. everybody. Happy, New Year. Happy New Year. Here we go. This shot brought to you by Pfizer. Good, right? I think it was tequila. I'm not even sure. Sambuca. Loosened up already. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, they did a bunch of shots, I guess. I don't even know. <clears throat> Oddly enough, the only uh, shot that, uh, 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 that CNN has anything to do with other than mandated vaccines. There you go. So they got a little bit drunk on there. Um, oh, here's that poll I was telling you about uh, Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris uh, polling worse than Joe Biden. So uh, uh, she gets a lower job approval rating than Biden among black voters, 56% versus 68. She lags Biden among voters younger than 35, 27% versus 32. Overall, Biden's job approval, 39, uh, and disapproved, 58. Uh, Harris's job approval is at 33, and disapproval at 57%. Uh, not a good uh, start to the year, and that's why I think they're going to try so much nonsense in the uh, coming year. This is uh, another thing I wanted to share here real quick. My uh, my friends at Newsmax put together a little montage of Joe Biden this year as he descended into, uh, uh, well, uh, uh, brain disorder. Meeting tech companies like Anthropic, and, and I'm going to mispronounce how can you try? <laughs> the rise of anti-Semitism, Islamic phobia, right here in America. I know I don't look it, but I'm around, I've been around for 400 years. <laughs> and I've been fighting pharma on this since 1970. But that's okay, because we have Kamala Harris in the, uh, in the wings to become the president. AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's, first of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. But... Ultimately, what it is, is it's about machine learning. Well, the president and I feel very strongly that we should not be burdened by things the way they've always been. We should be looking to what should be. What is the actual role on a daily basis as you have found it? Well, I have the great privilege of serving with Joe Biden, who was president of the United States. We've got to cover a lot of bases, and let's figure out how between us we can do it. But he is... The freedom to just be. Uh, the challenge that we have as an administration is we got to let people know who brung it to them. Oh, dear God. <laughs> That's our challenge. Well, I think culture is, it, it is a reflection of our moment and our time, right? And, and, and present culture is the way we express how we're feeling about the moment. See, this is why uh, Anderson Cooper gets drunk on CNN. I think that's one of the reasons. <laughs> The 
the Democrat Party, Democrat pollsters, Joe uh, Scarborough, Mika Brzezinski all know they're screwed because Joe Biden is the candidate and the Democrat Party have overreached and abused the people with the deep state. And they know they're going to get what fur. They really, really do. And that's why uh, things are going to get really big and ugly. Already on Facebook, they've uh, they suspended the accounts of Libs on, of TikTok. They, they, they suspended the account of Libs of TikTok. Libs of TikTok, all they do is put up v- uh, videos of bat guano crazy LGBTQIA plus morons. That's all they do. And so what they did is they took them off. They suspended them from Facebook. And uh, they basically uh, did not give them any excuse. They did not give them any reason. They just said they violated community standards. Just like they said of my account the day after the election of 2020 when they took my account down. And I hadn't even put a post up. Isn't that weird? That's the shape of things to come. And you better be ready to it. Let's go to uh, Randall in Pacific Grove. Hello, Randall. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show and a Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year, Rob. And when are we going to now get started on canceling Joe Biden on the uh, red state ballots and quit being sissies about it? Well, I understand that, Randall. Um, I understand the uh, predisposition to do something like that. I do. I really do. Uh, but I don't think any of these are going to stand. I don't think any of these challenges are going to stand. I mean, I may be uh, hoping against hope, but it, it seems very clear that people like uh, the Secretary of State in Maine, there's no legal basis for the decision. Um, well, there are. Before, yeah, like I said before, the very wording of their decree cancels them out. So, yeah, yeah. but I want to, I have a few for you here. Well, yeah, I supported it before I voted against it. Who's that? Well, well, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's Nancy Pelosi, of course. No, that was John Kerry. Oh, you're right. You're John Kerry. I was thinking of Nancy Pelosi would have, uh, never mind. Go ahead. What else? Okay. Bill Clinton. Oh, yeah. I'm the first black president. What I meant by that is I'm as close to a black president as you're ever going to get. I don't think he actually said that, but yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, when when Monica Lewinsky was uh, getting hot and heavy with him, he goes, Monica, Monica, this is the Oval Office, but I'll just have to hand it to you. (laughs) All right, Randall, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Here's the thing. The reason why uh, the, uh, I think other AGs uh, are not doing this to uh, Joe Biden is because they want him to, to be the candidate. Right? Why would you want to take somebody who's polling at 37% with 50-whatever negative? Why would they want him off the ballot? I understand. Play their same game, and I get that. Uh, I think it's just a little premature to immediately do what the left does. All right? Uh, I'm hoping that uh, this... um, this uh, uh, impeachment is going to go forward. I think it's going to go forward. I think by hook or by crook, Joe Biden will not be the candidate. So I really don't see the necessity to play their game and remove Joe Biden from the ballot. Although I would say in states like Texas, he should be removed from the ballot, a ballot because he is, uh, he is uh, let the southern border go. That is, to me, personally, sounds a whole lot like a treasonous act to allow an, uh, a foreign uh, enemy, I'll just say enemy because they're coming from 158 countries, meaning that some of those are enemy countries. He's letting the enemy invade our country. The only thing that's preventing them from this being called a, an all-out invasion is they're not necessarily carrying weapons, but they are invading. So I could see where that, where, where that would work. 
I just think that uh, Joe Biden will not be the candidate, and as long as he's not the can or is the candidate, we should keep him in there. There you go. So, anyway, your thoughts are welcome. 800-922-6680. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Happy New Year. So, it's been what? A couple weeks since I was on the air. It almost seems like it, right? I was off the. Uh, uh, I left the airways Friday before Christmas, so it's, it's been a it's been a good uh, a good long break. Um, it was uh, a, an interesting time to say the least uh, for me and my family. Uh, we've had two years in a row where the matriarchs of our families, respectively my wife and and mine, lost the uh, their matriarch. They lost their mothers, and so uh, this year was really hard. Um, but uh, but there were some um, amazing moments. Uh, it's kind of funny. This is a you know non sequitur, but I wanted to share with you. Um, my wife's mother died the Friday before Thanksgiving. I was coming back from Baltimore for my glorious appearance there. And she passed away before I could get down to see her. And uh, the day after I was there in the home and they moved the hospital bed out and we've reset up her old bed in the bedroom. And, uh, and, and these twice in a row now, in the, in the most difficult times, we've been er- interrupted by laughter. And, and they used to call these God winks, right? I don't like to call them God winks because I'm not a big Hallmark Channel watcher. you know. But, but sometimes you kind of got to wonder. It, why all of a sudden out of the, the pit of just despair, laughter can emerge. So that first night we stayed in the bedroom, my wife was just, she let go everything. The last year of taking care of her mother dying of lung cancer and, and being there the night before when she passed away and she, she was weeping and out of nowhere, my stomach makes the most bizarre noise and I'm holding her as tight as I can. And all of a sudden my stomach just goes like that. And I'm trying to make sure, you know, like my wife is shaking and I'm like, I'm trying to make sure like it didn't happen. Like you're on an airplane or in a, in the gym and you're doing sit-ups and you fart. You're hoping that nobody noticed (laughs) that happened to me yesterday. I didn't do it. There was a guy next to me. He did it in the gym. I I was cool about it though. But anyway, uh, (laughs) so she, I, I, she's shaking and I'm like, oh honey, it's okay. It's okay. Everything's, you know, and all of a sudden she goes, I'm not crying. I'm laughing. And she was laughing. So we're back there in the house, and we, the garage sale's over. We've gotten rid of most of the stuff, and there's still some furniture. We wanted to check and see if the, the, uh, the jet tub in her bathroom was working before we sell the house. So I said, honey, why don't you just go take a bath? So she ran a nice hot bath, and she made the mistake of putting a little bit of Johnson's baby shampoo in the water. And uh, I'm in the other room, and all of a sudden I hear uh, screaming from the other room, Rob, get in here, Rob, get in here. And I don't know what the hell's going on. And I walk in. And uh, and she was shutting off the jets to the uh, to the tub because the tub was overflowing over her head with bubbles, and and she couldn't stop it. Even when she stopped the water, they just kept coming. So we had no pots and pans in the place because they all been sold sold or put away. So I got I but borrowed a stock pan from the neighbor to make some uh, whatever the hell I was cooking, and uh, macaroni and cheese. And and so I had nothing but a stock pan to go in and grab the bubbles as fast as they were being made and dump them into the shower next door. And it was a lot like that, that scene in I Love Lucy when they're working on the candy line and the candy keeps overwhelming and they start stuffing it in their mouths trying to eat them. 
right? So I'm trying to get the bubbles as they're coming out all over the floor. The floor is getting soaking wet. Can't stop the bubbles. Finally, the, the shower's three-quarters full of bubbles before we're able to stop the bubbles. And we both just fell apart laughing. And it was like, and that's why I kind of started off the show with comedy today. Because, um, you know, it, it, it's valuable and it's important. And I thought of all the things that could happen that day after the, you know, um, uh, less than a month earlier, when she passed away, went in there. It was, it was just, it was something else. It really, it was just kind of something. I wanted to share that with you. We've got much more on the topic of uh, politics in 2024 coming up. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. All right, second hour of the show, the crazy cat lady of Maine, Shanna Bellows, the Secretary of State's reason for booting Trump off the ballot. Impeachment is on the menu for 2024, and anti-Israel zealots temper tantrum shuts down JFK Airport. Hour number two is right ahead. Don't go anywhere. Hey guys, it's Carson. Christmas just passed, but I have a really great gift idea. You can still give yourself why don't you give yourself the new streaming service, Newsmax Plus? Move over Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu. Just start Newsmax Plus. I subscribed. I love it. Get Newsmax Best Shows with Rob Schmidt, Eric Bolding, Greta Van Susteren, Greg Kelly, and more. You also get lots of movies, documentaries, history, comedy. Newsmax Plus just signed up more than 180,000 people. Newsmax Plus lets you watch the Newsmax channel on your phone or home TV app. And Newsmax Plus is the only streamer to give you all the Donald Trump rallies. Fox News censors most of them. So get Newsmax Plus today. It's free to start. Just go to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's Newsmax, spell the plus, dot com. Start your free subscription again. NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. Millions are switching to Newsmax. So try it free today. <laughs> 